Welcome to the Somewhere In Between podcast. This is a dedicated space for you to feel empowered, inspired, and a little less alone in those messy life moments in between. I'm your host, Neha O'Rourke. I'm a former burnt-out ad gal turned into an award-winning career and energy coach and founder of Summer In Between Coaching. Part of my purpose and what I'm truly obsessed with is helping you tap into a more authentic, limitless, and joy-filled life that honors your true self. It's my absolute honor to be by your side, supporting you in your journey somewhere in between. This is the Summer In Between Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Summer In Between podcast. Again, I really don't think it's going to get old saying that. This episode is one that has been on my mind for so, so long, even before this podcast was created. I've thought about doing speaking engagements around it or a course around it, and then I just realized, nah, I just want to have a conversation with you and just start giving you these tools so that you can start tapping into your intuition and follow your calling and really understand this beautiful resource within you that will help you get closer towards the life that you want to live and that you're destined to live. As always, I'm going to share a little bit about my journey, even in recording this episode. So I had a completely different idea of how I was going to be sending the day today. I thought I was going to be doing some revenue generating activities, buckling down on some stuff that I thought I should do. And as I've shared previously in the morning, I like to connect with my intuition for the guidance on what I should do for the day. And this episode, this idea of intuition was like, it's time to share this. And I felt so much resistance towards that. I was like, no, I have all these other things that I need to do. And I don't know that I'm fully baked. Like, I don't know that it's ready to share yet. I don't, you know, this should probably be a course. I shouldn't be just giving this stuff away for free. Blah, 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 blah. Insert fear, 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 fear here. And what I have been training myself for and what I've been learning along my own journey is that the more I resist my intuition, the longer, the harder, the more mistakes I'm going to make. So rather than just ignoring it, I am challenging myself to embrace the discomfort of listening to my intuition and just following it. And it's amazing to see as I have followed my intuition what has unfolded. And so today's intuitive hit was record this podcast episode. So let's start out by just talking about what the hell even is intuition. And I like to think of intuition as the direct line to your soul the direct line to your highest self, to the most divine, limitless, infinite, all-knowing version of you. And it actually blows my mind that in our society, no one has taught us how to tap into this infinite resource that can make us so much happier, so much more fulfilled, so much more aligned, all of these good things. In fact, Society generally teaches us to listen to our ego, to listen to our fear, to listen to other people's opinions. And that actually comes so much easier to us sometimes than listening to our own intuition because no one's ever taught us how to do it. So my hope and my intention with this episode is to give you the tools to start learning how to connect with your intuition. So like I said, your intuition is the voice of your soul, is the voice of the highest version of yourself. And what is really interesting is that 
Your intuition often does not make sense because it is coming from the version of you who already has what you want, who is 10, 100, 1,000 steps further than you, and who can look back and say, okay, this is the step that you need to take in this moment. However, us sitting where we're at in our logical mind or in our ego, sometimes we can't understand the direction that our intuition is giving us. I like to think of it like when you look back on your life and, you know, where you are today, there are probably many steps or many events that happened that you could never have predicted the unfolding or that didn't go according to your plan. But now when you look back hindsight, you're like, oh my gosh, that's why that happened. And I needed to learn this lesson or I I wanted that door to open, but actually a better door opened and I could never have guessed. And That's a little bit about how we receive information from our intuition. Many times in our current reality, it does not make sense to us. And we end up fighting this resistance of what I think I should do versus what my intuition is telling me. And so in this episode, I want to give you some tools to start working through that so that you can listen to your intuition more and actually follow the path of least resistance and to getting to your highest timeline to your biggest manifestations to the truest, highest, most limitless version of you quicker, faster, easier, more efficiently, and with more fun. So number one, like I said, is remembering that intuition doesn't always make sense. So do not try to logic your way through your intuition. If you take nothing else away from this episode, I hope that you hear that. Do not try to logic your way out of your intuition because your ego and your logical and analytical brain does not have the information that your intuition does. Your intuition is the version of you that already has what you want. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is how do we start to tell the difference between our intuition or fear or anxiety? Sometimes it can be really muddled up. And so here are some of the key differences that I see between your intuition, and your ego, and your fear. So intuition, like I said, doesn't always make logical sense. So that's one little clue there. But our fear loves to be urgent. It loves to be loud. It loves to be very logical. And it tends to be out of a place of scarcity, right? Fear and our ego come from a place of scarcity. Whereas your intuition comes from a place of abundance, it comes from this place of all-knowing, and I often find the voice of my intuition is something that is very subtle. It is not pushing me to do something, it is not yelling or screaming, it is not creating fear or panic in my body, although if I'm resisting it because of my ego or my fear, I might feel some resistance, but when I think about What if this actually happened? Not thinking about the process to it, but if I do that, what would it feel like? Generally, our intuition feels expansive. It feels lighter. It feels like something that just fits and flows. And so the information that you get from your intuition is generally a more subtle voice. And oftentimes the volume on our ego, the volume on our fear, the volume on our logical mind is very loud and it's so loud that it's drowned out our intuition. So how do we start to tune in and lower the volume on our ego and lower the volume on our fear and start to tune up the volume of our intuition? 
Now, there's so many different ways that you can connect with your intuition. If someone tries to tell you that there's only one way, I highly recommend that you actually listen to your own intuition and figure out what works best for you. There's not a one-size-fits-all approach. I will share what has worked for me, what has worked for many of my clients as a starting point for you. But again, like I said, figure out what works best for you. So there have been many different things that have helped me connect to my intuition, which is now a daily practice that I do because I have seen what unfolds when I listen to my ego and my fear versus what unfolds when I listen to my intuition. And so despite that discomfort, I've made it a daily practice. But before it was a daily practice for me, it came down to some really simple things. First of all, it was just about getting back into my body. You know, we're running so quickly in our life. We have this false sense of urgency that we don't have enough time, that we're always behind, that it creates this tension in our body. It creates stress in our body. And so just starting to do things as simple as breathing, just noticing my breath in and out, noticing the present moment, and just getting out of all of the scenarios that my mind is creating and getting back into my physical body. And from there, I have just developed this space. I think space is the biggest word when it comes to your intuition is because it's this subtle thing, because it's this very gentle thing, it's that to hear it, we have to give it some space. And space can look like a lot of different things. For me, what really serves me is physically getting into a quiet place, placing my hand on my heart, one hand on my belly, and breathing in and breathing out and asking myself, intuition, what is it that you want me to know? And then not trying to listen to the part of my brain that's trying to answer because that definitely happens. And just letting my mind sit as I wait to receive the answer. And that has been really, really helpful for me to hear it. And again, like I said, intuition is the subtle voice. But there's also been times where, you know, my anxiety might be a little higher than usual that I just sitting in one place isn't serving me. And so I then tap into other things that allow me to get out of my head and back into my body. So whether that's going for a walk outside, listening to music, dancing, going for a car ride, walking in nature, painting, drawing, just tapping into my creativity or tapping into something that is different outside of my norm or just getting out of my current environment. These are all tools that can help you. And it is a little bit dynamic. Some days something might support you and the next day something else might support you. And so it's about how do I tune in and know what my body needs? And the more that you start to hear your intuition, the more you're probably going to feel resistance. Like I mentioned, I had resistance starting this episode. I've had resistance so many times when listening to my intuition. And this is really where practice really helps because when you start to move through the discomfort one time, two times, three times, four times, you do it again and again, it starts, you start to remember, oh yeah, I remember I felt super uncomfortable. But once I finally just moved through the discomfort, it was actually so magical. There was something that came out of it or 
I learned something or I moved out of my comfort zone or something amazing happened. And so that's that in-between moment where you're feeling the discomfort, it feels not right, and making a conscious choice to choose your intuition, to choose the voice of your soul versus the voice of your fear. And as you do that, what is really helpful in that process is how do I start to create safety in my body as I'm moving through this discomfort, right? Like when you feel fear, the alarm bells are going off, your body maybe clenches, maybe your shoulders feel heavy, maybe your heart is racing, maybe your throat is constricting, right? Because our primitive brains thinks that the fear that is we're experiencing is because we are being chased by saber-toothed tigers. And I'm venturing to guess that there's probably not a saber-toothed tiger chasing you in this moment. And so we have the opportunity to create that safety in our body, just like you would a little kid when they fall down and it feels so scary and your reaction to that then feeds their reaction to it. The same thing goes with your body. How do you start to create safety in these moments of discomfort and say, I see you. I know you're scared. We're safe. It's okay. And that could be a whole nother episode in itself, but just to start you off with some thought starters, it could be just like rocking yourself back and forth, your nervous system, like a little kid, just like, it's okay. You're going to be all right. Or just listening to the discomfort and the fear that comes up and just saying, you know what? I see you. I know you're just trying to protect me. Thank you for trying to protect me. Maybe it's shaking it out, shaking out some nerves, shaking out some of that discomfort. Um, Maybe it's running. Maybe it's dancing. Like Whatever is going to help your body feel safe in these moments as you're moving towards the higher version of yourself, as you're moving through this discomfort, is just going to make your life that much easier. So for instance, today when I felt this discomfort of recording this podcast episode, I literally placed my hand on my heart and a hand on my belly and I rocked myself back and forth and I said, it is okay. You are safe. I know you're scared. Your intuition knows what's best for you. And I still felt some discomfort. So I stepped away for a little bit. I shook it out, literally shaking my hands and my legs, shaking out some of that discomfort. And then I just press play. It's so funny. Um, Mel Robbins has this approach where it's like the countdown method of like five, four, three, two, one, blast off. And then you just go and do the thing. For me, my I have a gift of talking myself out of things, of creating resistance. And so the countdown from five, four, three, two, one gave me such an opportunity to talk myself out of doing the thing that I can't even give myself the five, four, three, two, one blast off. I just have to be like, blast off, we're going <laughs> and just rip the bandaid off. So when you are listening to your intuition and you feel that resistance, again, remember, first of all, who is speaking to you? Your intuition is your highest self. It's the version of you that already has what you want. So credible source here. <laughs> Number two, remembering that your fear is just here to protect you. And so starting to create that safety in your body to remind you that I am safe. There is no saber tooth tape. Wow, words. Saber tooth tiger chasing me. Try to say that five times fast. And then giving yourself the just 
little nudge that you need. For me, it's the, I can't even wait the five, four, three, two, one blast off. I just have to blast off. But whatever serves you best and getting over the hump of your discomfort so that you can finally start moving towards what is truly meant for you. So I hope today's episode was a good little first taste of learning how to listen to your intuition, a couple pointers on how to start to navigate through that. And I definitely foresee more episodes about intuition. It's something that I'm really passionate about. It is one of my superpowers being able to connect to my intuition. And I know that we all have our own intuition. And the more that we're tapping into our intuition, not only does it make our lives better, but it also actually makes the collective, all of everyone around you's life better because you are living the truth of who you are. You are following the path that you are intended to follow. And when we are living in alignment with our truest, highest, most authentic self, that is inevitable to impact those around us. And I just am so excited to see what unfolds for you as you start to listen to your intuition. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If it resonated with you or if something that I said really clicked, I'd love to hear it. Tag me at Neha Work on Instagram or at the Somewhere In Between podcast. And if you would be so kind, I would love if you could leave me a rating on Apple Podcasts with a couple words of what's been resonating, what you liked about this episode or any of the episodes, and share it with some friends and family so that they can start tapping into their intuition as well. And I cannot wait to check you in the next episode. Bye.